Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Evangel Church Online, uh, a safe place for everyone to explore faith in Jesus. And today we're going to begin a new series yeah. entitled The Gospel of John. So stick around. Here we go. watching that intro video this week uh, <laughs> right now when we're recording we're actually seeing a little bit of snow uh, today and so maybe we need to think about adding some snowflakes to uh, yeah it's very some of our videos it's very appropriate it's maybe a little too spring <laughs> um, you know what fun thing about being online is we have people from all over the place mm -hmm. uh, watch and take part in, in our time together and so we're gonna ask you to do something a little bit uh, different today we're just gonna ask you to let us know where are you watching from now, even if you're in the Powell River region, just say good morning, let us know where you're watching from. And uh, last week, actually, we had someone from uh, Spain, yeah, from Barcelona. So that was fun, it was one of our global workers, but still, that was probably the furthest visitor. I think that was our biggest reach. Yeah, biggest reach, yeah. for sure. So let us know where you're from. And then one of our values here at Evangel is engaging biblical truth will change your life. Um, and so we kind of want to be a part of that together today. So I have just something for us to do. Uh, if you have like a theme verse for your life, or if you have a verse that you kind of come back to over and over and over through your life, um, would you just drop it in the comments right now? What we want to do with that is we want to take all of your comments of all of that scripture and put it on our highlight on Instagram. And what we're going to do with that is that if people visit our page, um, or if you visit our Instagram page and you're needing some truth in your life that, that may change your life or your perspective, that you can find it easily. Yeah. And so I wanna invite you guys into being a part of that. Um, and so Lucas, why don't you start us off with what your um, kind of verse that you come back to is. Yeah, so a verse I come back to over and over and over again, and I was just telling Marcus before we started recording, <laughs> I've kind of added to it. I kind of gone um, a few verses back now, um, but Philippians chapter four, verses four, uh, to seven says rejoice in the Lord always again. I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness uh, Be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything But in all things with prayer and supplication make your requests known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And that's just such a beautiful promise. Yeah, such a good one. Um, I think mine that, that I come back to over and over and over again is Galatians 6, 9. It says, uh, but do not grow weary of doing good for in due time you will reap a harvest or reap a reward if you do not give up. So that's always a good one for me to, right to just like spur me forward in times where um, I maybe don't feel like I'm spurring, but maybe trudging. Uh, and so it's always been an encouraging yeah. thing that I come back to. And so what's yours? What's your scripture uh, that you come back to? We'd love to hear it in the comments. Um, and speaking of scripture, we're actually gonna jump in to uh, hear Pastor Lisa start us off in John. Thank you, Pastor Lucas and Pastor Marcus for letting us in on what God has been speaking to you. And I'm gonna be chatting my life verse into the chat box and I am really, really excited to read what you have written in there as well. Well, this morning I have the honor of starting us off on our brand new series, The Gospel of John. And I hope that that title alone clues you into where we're going. We're walking through the Gospel of John. And so this morning I get to start us off 
John 1, 1. Well, John is a really unique gospel for a few reasons. The first is that it is written by John, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Now, Jesus had these concentric circles of relationships. We had the crowd that would follow him uh, in different cities or regions as he entered. They came to be spectators of what he was doing. He had the 70 who were devoted to him. Um, They often would follow from city to city. He had the 12 who laid down everything in their lives to follow him. And then he had the three who were present at various key moments. And John was one of these. And so he gives us some insight into some key moments of Jesus's life. But it's also unique in its focus. Each of the Gospels is written with a different focus. So in the other three, we see Jesus as servant, we see Jesus as king, and we see Jesus as fully man. Well, John's writing highlights Jesus as fully God. It highlights his divinity, that Jesus is God. In fact, as John begins to wrap up his gospel in John 20, verse 31, he states, But these things are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Jesus wants us to, or John, sorry, wants us to be convinced that Jesus is God. And as such, he's the only one who can bring salvation to humanity. So with that said, let's pray, and then we're going to dive into the Gospel of John. God, I thank you so much that we have the Gospels that give us this narrative, this inside look into some of the days of your life. I thank you that you give us um, the eyes to see how you interacted with people and, and words that even though our, our ears can't hear, we can read and hear you through. That you reveal the heart of the Father to us because you share a heart that is for us. And so as we walk through this gospel, would you help us to be convinced of your love for us? Would you help us to be convinced that you are God? Would you help us to be convinced that you are the only way, that you are the way, the truth, and the life? We love you. Would you help us to be able to see with the spirit of truth guiding us to what you would speak for us this morning. And so as always, would you allow my own words to float away, but would you speak this morning? Would you convince us of who you are in your precious name? Amen. Well, turn with me to your Bibles in John chapter 1. John chapter 1, we're starting right at the beginning, John 1, 1. And if you don't have a Bible, we would love to get a paper Bible to you. You just need to visit my evangel dot church forward slash Bible, myevangel dot church forward slash Bible. Or if you'd like a Bible on your smart device, there are some links to the app stores right there as well, and they can walk you through how to get a Bible on your phone or tablet. So this morning, we're turning to John 1, verses 1 to 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, 
Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. We're going to stop there. We're going to go into the next verses next week. Well, this morning, we're going to look backwards to where John is pointing us. He's simply pointing us to before. Before Bethlehem, before creation, to God and God alone, to before. Well, have you ever had the thought that Jesus began in Bethlehem? I don't know about you, but I find the Trinity extremely confusing. And the Trinity is just a way um, to, without all of the words, state God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Spirit, whom we will often uh, speak of as the Holy Spirit. And it is such an incredibly complicated idea that these three unique persons are all present as one in the Godhead, the Trinity, three in one. That sometimes when I'm reading my Bible, I can almost split them up as one person present in a different form in different parts of the Bible. And this is completely false. I'm just letting you into where my mind goes sometimes. See, in the Old Testament, that's God the Father. That's his domain. When I read about God in the Old Testament, sometimes I can mistakenly believe that that's just God the Father. And then we come to the Gospels, and that's all about Jesus. And so God the Son is the God of the Gospels. When we get to Acts, that's when God the Holy Spirit comes into play, and he continues all the way through to right now. He's the one that is the spirit of truth who leads and guides all of us. See, what I'm really trying to do with this really complicated thing is I'm trying to give God a start and a stop, a beginning and an end. I'm trying to break God down into something that I can understand, something that I can comprehend in my frailty and humanity. I understand beginnings and ends. I've seen babies born, and I've experienced the death of loved ones. I understand that for all of us, the days on this earth are limited. And so I can mistakenly try to give God a start and a stop, a beginning and an end. And oftentimes, if I'm not careful, the beginning of Jesus is the stable in Bethlehem. Perhaps that's why John brings us to before. Why he challenges this box that we can so easily try to place God into. A paradigm where we try to form a God that looks like us rather than the other way around, that we are made in the likeness of him. And so John brings us before. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was God in the beginning. Jesus. Not that he started in Bethlehem, but he did come there. Jesus, the God that we could hear with our own ears, the God that we could see with our own eyes, the God that we could touch with our own hands, the spoken word of God, Logos, a God who demonstrated his own love for us by coming to that stable and that manger. 
Logos, the word for word here in John 1 is an interesting word. I'm saying word a lot, I know that. Maybe somebody can start a tally box on how many times I've said that. But it is an interesting word for word. See, logos is not a grammatical word like the written word. It actually references sound. Logos could be uh, more closely translated to utterance, instruction, expression of thought. Jesus is the actual spoken word of God, the instruction of God, the expression of thought of the heart of God here in bodily form. Matthew Henry puts it this way, the plainest reason why the Son of God is called the Word seems to be that as our words explain our minds to others, so was the Son of God sent in order to reveal his Father's mind to the, wor to the world. The Word could speak of what he was. See, Jesus just wasn't with God the Father. Jesus is God, and so he could share the heart of the Father because it is his own heart he's speaking of. He could speak in the words that our ears could hear, and he could direct our actions by modeling his own. He was a God who could hug children, a God who could lift up the broken, a God who can encourage the hurting because he was a God that we could touch because he was a God who was both before and who came in Bethlehem. He could reveal the heart of God because he was both God and man, there in the beginning and yet born in Bethlehem. Matthew and Luke both give us the accounts of that, that Christmas story of Bethlehem. And Mark begins long after it, but John begins before. Before our uncanny ability to place God in a box, before the ways that we can try to make him like us, before so that we don't forget who Jesus really is, that he is fully God and fully man. That he is 100% divine and yet was 100% human, fully God. Friends, we can't miss that part or we're gonna miss out on so many of the key truths that John is gonna share with us. We have to be convinced that Jesus came before Bethlehem, that his start wasn't in that manger, that he was present long before. I love how John does begin before. And he begins before Bethlehem, but he even begins before creation. Outside of the timelines that we have in the infinite existence when it was only God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him, all things were made, and without him, nothing was made that has been made. And I don't know about you, but as I was reading those verses over and over, just praying and meditating on them, my mind kept going back to another famous in the beginning and another famous making or creation. 
my mind kept going back to Genesis 1-1, the beginning of our world and the beginning of our Bible with these words. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now I want to compare these two in the beginnings from John 1-1 and Genesis 1-1 for a moment. And that's a little bit trickier because they are two different languages. See, Genesis 1-1 is written in Hebrew and John 1-1 is written in Greek. But let's just compare and contrast for a moment. Genesis beginning, the Hebrew word is reshith. And it is very similar to our own word for beginning. This speaks of a start, a first, a beginning. And it makes sense, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, the beginning of our world, the beginning of our existence, the start of all that we can see and touch and feel happened right here at creation, Reishith. But John's beginning in the Greek is the word arche, and it's a little more nuanced. There is space to use it, much like Reishith is a starting point, but RK is much closer to our English word of origin. It's the thing that all other things come from, and therefore it has natural priority over all else. This word speaks not just to a starting point or an origin, but a preeminence. And that's just a really big word for stating that it's something that surpasses all else or outranks all else. And so we have in the beginning, the starting point of creation. And then we have in the beginning was the word Jesus that is meant to outrank all else because he is the origin of life itself. Jesus, fully God, with us in the beginning. And from him, all that we know, all that we can see and touch and, and that we understand now with our science and discoveries, all of it came to be through him and without him, nothing that is would have been. He is the origin and he surpasses all else, everything. And we need to have this understanding of Jesus as the one who has ultimate authority over everything. If we're going to grasp some of the truths that John is going to share with us in this gospel. And I want to ask you this morning before we close, where does Jesus rank in your life? Does he have preeminence? Have you recognized him as archaic? the origin of your life? Does he outrank and surpass everything that you fill your days with? Is he before? I will admit that my nerdy side had a whole lot of fun studying for this message and diving deep into the languages. And it wasn't just a nerdy message. I truly believe that there are some key things here that are going to influence how we read the rest of this gospel. Because if we're not convinced of these two things, then we're not going to be convinced of much as we read through. 
You see, if we aren't convinced that Jesus was before creation, if we aren't convinced of his authority as our creator, then we may be tempted to pick and choose the teachings of Jesus that John is going to present to us. I know we all get unsolicited advice in life and we have to pick and choose which pieces of advice we're going to listen to and which pieces of advice we're going to smile and nod to. And if we're not convinced of the authority, the preeminence of Creator God, then we could be tempted to just pick and choose the parts of Jesus' teaching that we're going to accept into our lives and the parts that we're going to smile and nod at our computer screen on Sunday mornings and say, that's great for someone else, but not for me. If we don't recognize Jesus as our creator, then what gives him the right to speak about us as his creation? What gives him the right to declare with such confidence the way that we as humanity thrive, the life that we were intended to lead? If we aren't convinced of this truth, we're gonna have a whole lot of trouble later down accepting some of the other truths that Jesus is gonna speak to us through John's gospel. Likewise, if we aren't convinced that Jesus came before Bethlehem, that he existed before that birth in the stable, then we may be tempted to think of Jesus just as a good man and not God himself. If we put a start and a stop date on Jesus's life, starting in Bethlehem and ending on that cross, or ending at the ascension, if we don't recognize him as a God who always has been and a God who always will be, then we may lean too heavily on his humanity and forget his deity. And then the Gospel of John becomes a really great self-help book. Good advice from a good man who leads led a good life and we'll forget the truth of God's powerful word that changes us from the inside out engaging biblical truth will change your life and I can tell when I've been doing these things because I can start focusing on my behavior first and my heart second and maybe you're there where you've kind of dumbed down Christianity to a list of rules to follow or the things to do and not do, the things to say and not say, the things that we engage in and the things that we avoid. Then we're probably leaning into the Bible as a self-help book and not engaging the living God, the Logos, the spoken word who still desires to have a relationship with us. So when I lean into a relationship with Jesus, it's heart first, behavior second. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made and without him nothing 
was made that has been made. Do you believe it? Let's pray. God, I thank you so much that you were before all and you have authority over all. And so in complete humility, we recognize who you are this morning. And in awe that you would want to have a relationship with us, we thank you for coming to walk on this earth. We thank you for the written word of the Bible. We thank you that you still pursue us and reveal yourself to us, that without you, Holy Spirit, we would not know you. So as we enter into this season of walking through this gospel, I pray that you would convince us of who you are, that you would convince us once again that you are over all things, that you would convince us once again of your eternal existence, that you would convince us once again of your might and power and your grace and your mercy and your compassion and your justice, that you would convince us. And that as we walk through this gospel, if we've forgotten who you are, that you would take us on a journey of rediscovering you. That by the time we finish, just as John prayed, we would be convinced and we would find life in your name. We love you in your precious name. Amen. Thanks, friends. Wow, thanks so much, Pastor Lisa, for starting us off in John. We're really excited yeah. to get uh, into this new book of the Bible that we're going to learn about together. Well, uh, at the beginning of this video, we invited you into a little bit of a moment to share a scripture verse or a life verse, or even just a verse that maybe you feel like in this season, uh, God is speaking to you. So if you didn't get a chance to do that at the beginning, or if you've gone on a little bit late, no worries, uh, why don't you do that right now? Um, but other than that, Pastor Lucas just has an announcement. Yeah, uh, we've been just announcing that our library is gonna be uh, slowly disappearing from our lobby. And today is actually the last day that you can come in and grab books for your personal library. And so we're here until noon. Come today before noon. Otherwise, we're going to be boxing up the rest of those books. And one thing we're really excited to jump into is for 2020, we're going to be doing some challenges together as a community. Uh, there's just going to be fun things that we get to do to either build community with each other yeah. or with uh, our, our like greater community of Powell River. And so the first one that we have is on February 5th, we have what's called hashtag date night. And so what we want you guys to do is to go on a date with your spouse or with your significant other. And you guys could go for coffee, you could go for dinner, you could just go for a walk on the seawall. We're not gonna like choose what you do. Um, but if you guys do yeah. that, we would love for you to tag us in a, a quick selfie that you and your significant other take. So it could be on Facebook, it could be on Instagram, it could be on both. But if you're gonna tag us on Instagram, it's at myevangel.church. And then on Facebook, if you just start uh, again with an ad and just write in Evangel Church, it should come up with those ones. But we just want to share uh, what you guys are doing on date night uh, as a community so that we can kind of like see each other uh, going out and having some fun together. And so we would love to invite you into that on February 5th. Make sure you stay tuned to our socials because we'll have some more information on there as well. And who knows, while you're out, you might bump into another couple. Just, yeah. you know, 
Keep your distance away, away from a distance. Yeah, how, we, how are we doing that? Yeah, I guess that's how you do it. That'd be fun. Well, as we do each week, uh, we want to give you opportunity to be able to give and partner with the mission of Evangel Church. And in, in case you don't know, the mission of Evangel Church, whether in a non-COVID or a COVID season, is to be a safe place for everyone to explore faith in Jesus, to receive his love and to look more and more like him each day. And that's what we're all about. That's what drives us. That's the mission that we're on. Uh, so there's a few ways you can give. You can give online at myevangel.church forward slash give. You can give in person by coming even today. We're here until noon for our drive-by generosity. Or you can come in during the week. And those are uh, Monday through Thursday from 9 to 5. And so thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're so glad that you're here. Again, if you didn't let us know that you were here, uh, let us know and let us know where you're from, where you're watching from. We're so interested. So God bless. Have a great week, everyone. See you guys. Thank you.